You have tuned in to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sports Docket and Seven Train Touchet Simulcast here on Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Subway Series special program with the uh, Seven Train Touchet and the Sports Docket program here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's raining outside. I'm not sure if they called the game yet, but we currently are on a simulcast with Seven Train Touchet. You are listening to the 7 Train to Shea Mets Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out 7TrainToShea.com. And now, your hosts, Matt and Greg. Hey, welcome to the 7 Train to Shea Mets Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. We're doing a simulcast of the sports talk. He's a crossing. joining me here. He's on the line. I'm Matt Pinkatera. Ethan. Subway series, it's raining. Like you said, we don't know if they're going to get this game in or not. I have no clue if it's been called or not. Have you heard anything about it yet? I have not heard a thing yet. Um, I've checked Mets blog and Mets.com. I assume, you know, a lot of people have tickets to this game. Um, so, I don't know um, if they're – how long they'll wait until they call this game. It's been raining on and off. The weather does not look good, look good for tonight. So, we'll see what happens. Um you know, uh, a lot of people have tickets, of course, so they, they can wait as long as they can to get this one in. Uh, that's what they usually do. They, they, don't, they don't call it early unless it's really raining bad. So we'll see what happens. Uh, schedule matchup, of course, Santana versus Rasner. And Matt, yesterday you called into the sports docket, um, and you were talking about, you know, um, John Main being a stopper. But you got to look. The combined record of John Main and Johan Santana, 9-4. and four. So, I mean, if you were to told me going to the season that you would have John Main and Johan Santana with a combined record of 9-4, and four, I would think this team would, would at least be five games over 500 with the rest of the starting pitching staff. But the ballpark has just not uh, come through for us. No, it really hasn't. Aaron Howell in a 5.82 ERA. I mean, Joe Smith has been the productive one in that bullpen. You know, Wagner is thrown pretty good. You know, the rest of the staff is – Throwing good is just, you know, the low points that we have on this team. You know, sometimes, you know, Ollie Perez will look good for five innings and then the sixth inning just implodes on him. You I have mean, reached the maximum time permitted for recording your message. If you satisfy the message, press uh, one. To listen to your message, press really, two. To erase and re-record, press three. To continue recording where you left off, press four. 
Uh, hold on one sec. I, I know what that is. I'll fix it. Uh, go ahead, Matt. All right, like I was saying, you know, this game is so weird how it is. Really, um, you know, how it is, this team. I mean, hopefully, you know, we paid big money for Santana. Hopefully, he All right, we are uh, back on the sports doctor here. We had a little bit of delay there. A little, a little bit of a rain delay, but we are back on the sports docket, so now we're uh, simulcasting on both networks. So, see everybody. Uh, oh, wonderful. So, we're back on. Um, so, we're getting to the left field here, and you want to see all my picks on both? Yep. Uh, for left field, um, uh, of course, you got um, Johnny Damon in the left, and then, of course, uh, Moises Alou. I mean, I haven't seen Alou play that much this season thus far. So Matt, so I I, I got to take Damon. Um, I mean Damon uh, is hitting okay, I guess. I mean uh, from, from the leadoff spot. I mean the Yankees haven't put enough runners on base to, to score enough runs anyway. Um, Johnny Damon, uh, I mean he's been leading off all season long, and uh, he he's done a pretty good job of it. He's done the most he can uh, to get on base. The Yankees just haven't. Um, able to drive him in that much, but um, I gotta take Damon over. Uh, I'll take Damon over um, Morris's Alou. So far, I mean Alou, he came with a DL and he just hasn't hit well. So see what happens. I, I assume that Alou is not going to start all three games. I assume Randolph will probably rest him during one of the games. Uh, probably yeah, especially if it's a wet too. I think Randolph will really will probably uh, have Alou as a DH, anyways too. You know, just I guess, I guess, uh, you know, a cautious, you know, health factor. I mean, you want a guy that's been injury prone out there in the wet grass, trying to catch, trying to catch uh, fly balls. You know, okay, and now that we've gone through the entire starting lineup, you can call Matt and myself. You can call uh, mm-hmm. either one of two numbers. You can call one six four six four seven eight five one one eight, or you can call one three four seven two one five eight two. Five, three. You can aim Matt at seven seven cliche. You can aim myself. We got plenty of time to go. We're taking you right up to Matt's extra, I guess, uh, or the Nissan post, uh, Nissan pregame show. So um, the pregame before the pregame. Uh, from my perspective, it's starting to clear up a bit. I don't know how it is in the Bronx. Um, again, they have not no word yet on what the game is called. I assume they're going to go until. I guess they were going to about 7:30 before they would call this game. Again, a lot of people have yeah. A lot of people do have tickets to this game, so they did not want to put people out of inconvenience. I mean, imagine the traffic on the uh, belt uh, going to the game. So it's gonna be rough. Hey, you know, hey, maybe we could do another, uh, you know, day nine doubleheader, two different stadiums again. Uh, that would be nice, but. I, Okay, so now I'll give you All right, so on both shows, you can call us, in, call us either one or two numbers, and we'll be happy to take your phone calls. Um, I guess we have to be uh, starting pitching here, the three matchups, and I like that Randolph did set it up this way uh, with Santana, um, with Perez, and with uh, John Maine. Of course, as you said before, we said last night, Matt, the most interesting matchup has got to be Sunday night. Oh, definitely. I mean, the two hottest pitchers in the league 
almost on both sides. Ching-Ming Wong, 6-1, versus John Ming, who's coming off a great performance. He's 5-2. Really, you know, it goes, you got to ask yourself the question, who's hotter? Well, both of them are hot. They've been pitching great. I mean, Wong's going to have that sinker working. Ming's going to be, you know, trying to line up the corners. I mean, that's going to be, it's going to be a real pitcher's duel Sunday. I'm glad, you know, it's a Sunday night baseball game, so the whole, you know, nation gets to see these two great pitchers go against each other. Definitely, I mean, uh, definitely. I'm interested to see what happens with uh, Chin Ming Wong. You said before, the 6-1 and one record. You know, um, the Mets, from, from, from my recollection, they've actually handled Wong well in the past uh, from the last couple of subway series, so... Interesting. I mean, the Mets do actually, they've handled a lot of the Yankees' top pitches pretty good uh, since the Subway Series began in 1997. So, interesting to see how they will uh, go against Wong, who's coming off a loss. But then again, uh, I mean, you have John Mayne, who's won four in a row, and especially if the Mets uh, do somehow lose Saturday's game, which is very possible with uh, Pedro against Perez. Um, John Mayne's going to be called on again, once again, to be the stopper. And tonight, you know, John, um, Johan Santana is going to be the stopper because he's coming off. And also, uh, also I get some uh, pretty good news. They just released their lineup, so we can find into the DHs right now. Jose Reyes is going to be leading it off for the Mets. Wallet Anderson will be the DH batting second. Wright will be in the three-hole at third base. Carlos Beltran will be cleaning up in center. Ryan Church will bat fifth in right field. Moises Alou will bat sixth playing left field. Delgado in the seventh spot at first base. Brian Schneider in the eighth. And then Luis Castillo in the ninth spot at second base. So there's your lineup for tonight's ball game. Interesting about Randolph uh, putting Mullen Anderson in the eighth spot, but I, I, that move is probably up to, sh- to show some offense. Anderson, of course, has been a very clutch hitter for the Mets uh, in the pinching role. You know, I like the uh, move. I put Castillo ninth. Let's say you have Castillo and Reyes and Anderson coming up in one inning. You can put some speed on the bases for David Wright. So that's an interesting move, putting Castillo in a number nine hole as opposed to the slow-footed Schneider. So, I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, when you watch these American League teams, they have a lot of um, – they, they put a lot of their faster guys down in the order because then they bat before the number one hitter. So that's an interesting move yeah, there. Yeah, it, like, it gives you almost like a uh, second leadoff guy. Yeah, kind of, exactly. You got it. I mean, Castillo has been a leadoff guy in the past, and that's an interesting move. Uh, then, of course, you got Delgado in the seventh spot, so he keeps dropping lower and lower in the order. Um, let's, I mean, you know, you want to um, try to get Delgado going, you've got to bound low in the order. It's the only way that, that can work right now. Moises Alou is in there, so the Mets pretty much have their uh, starting core, of which they expect. Actually, this could be the first time all season that the Mets have had, because um, uh, with Castillo back, I, I think this is, the, this is the first game that the Mets had their projected starting nine on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like one of the, I think you're right. It's like one of the, like. It's got to be, no, because Moises Alou was out and then Castillo was out. So That is true. That that's certainly something. So the Mets do have their projected nine in the field. Do we have the Yankees lineup? The twenty and twenty-two Yankees? Uh, not yet. That hasn't been posted yet. Either oh, I haven't posted on uh, was watching or I, I look at Yahoo Sports. They get they get up there pretty quick. Nothing's been uh, posted yet on that. So I'm hoping hopefully in the next ten minutes or so that'll be up. Uh, there's some stats here. Um, David Wright, um, in his career versus the Yankees, is 
some pretty good numbers. 323 with five home runs and 15 RBIs. That's courtesy of uh, Mets Laws. And Derek Jeter, career with the Mets, is pretty much what you would expect. A 381 batting average, um, 94 with 247. And probably Jeter, the only good hitter against Johan Santana. And the Yankees have struggled against Santana. Um, not so much in the playoffs. In the playoffs, they own him, but during the regular season, they do not. Uh, against the, he is five for seventeen with a couple of doubles in his career against Santana. So I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, it's going tonight. So I mean, uh, Carlos Delgado has some pretty good interleague play numbers. So maybe uh, this is what this is what Delgado needs to get him going. We'll see what we'll see definitely with Delgado tonight. I mean, Delgado. You know, when ESPN lights are on, those Sunday night games, Delgado seems to always come out in a big way with uh, Joe Morgan and John Miller calling the game. But uh, he's got to do it on a regular basis. So we'll see what happens yeah, Sunday night. Uh, again, you can call well, to our show. He does do good. He does do good against the league play. Quas, 138 RBIs, which ranks him second all time. With interleague RBIs, so... Maybe Delgado lights it up this weekend. Definitely. We'll see what happens. I mean, Delgado, uh, and also, um, I'm surprised that Randolph is, wasn't looking t- towards putting any of the projected nine, uh, giving them a break and, and having them uh, stay on the bench when the Mets are fielding. But I think you made the right move by giving Anderson the nod. I mean, Anderson, you think about this way, Anderson really hasn't gotten a lot of bats so far this season. And you know when he's not getting bats, he's not getting pinch hits. And a lot of a lot of the reason for that is that the Mets have been in a lot of games, a lot of blowouts against them this year. And that's why Anderson has been really in a lot of clutch situations. I mean, the Mets games have been very one-sided this season, whether they're on the the winning side or on the losing side. So um, it's nice to see um, Randolph uh, put Anderson in the two-hole. I think much better than seeing Castillo there. Yeah, it equals up the lineup, too, I think. You know, like I said, you have Castillo down there. Uh, you know, Anderson, he's a good number two hitter. I think, you know, he makes contact, can pump the guy, has some speed, which is good. I like the way that Willie's has his lineup set up for tonight's game. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we will take a little bit of a um, of a quick break here on our program. And then uh, we will come back and take some of your phone calls and talk more Mets and Yankees. Um, we have 20 minutes to go on our show. The Sports Socket. Your home for the Mets, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, even the Knicks and the Nets. Anything you want is right here on the docket. www.blogtalkradio.com slash docket every Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Same time, same place. Hello Mets fans, you're looking for a show that covers the Mets inside and out, and there's a show for you, the 7 Train to Shame Mets radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Join Matt, Greg, Mike, and special guests all season long with inside analysis on games, news, rumors, the minor leagues, and more. What's your opinion or ask a question by calling into the show. For up to the latest Mets, news, rumors, opinions, and show schedules, visit our website at www.7traintoshay.blogspot.com. For Mets fans, by Mets fans, it's a 7 Train Shea Mets radio show. Now back to the sports docket with Ace Man and the Quas.
Back here on the show at the Salicast with Seven Train Deshane of Sports Dogu along with Quas and Matt Pignatero. It's gonna be a pretty good pitching matchup tonight. Johan Santana, he's four and two with an area of one point zero versus for the next of the season is his last start. About three runs, ten hits while striking out five over six innings, and that was against the Reds. And then versus the Yankees in five career starts. He's 3-0 with a 2.66 ERA. Dale Razner will pitch for the Yankees. He's 2-0 with a 3.00 ERA. And in his only start versus the Mets last season, May 19th, Razner allowed two runs on two hits while recording it now, and then he left the game due to the injury. And that was uh, when he broke his leg from the Demon Easily line drive back that hit him. That broke his leg. Was that Shea or was that Yankee Stadium? Uh, that was at Shea. That was at Shea last year. That was at Shea. Um, and of course, um, I, I always like it when they uh, when they have the Yankees when the Mets have the Mets come to Yankees first. The Mets get to spoil the party uh, when they head back to Shea Stadium. But um, yeah, as I said before, and this pitching match is very interesting. Uh, Perez, I think all the match outside of Friday night's matchup, Saturday's and Sunday's matchup are pretty evenly matched. I mean, you want to talk about Perez and Pettit both with their struggles this season. It seems that Perez and Pettit have, have had pretty much the uh, same type of season in, in, in the fact that uh, both of them um, have seemed to have these starts where they, they start off well and then there's this one bad inning. I mean, that's Perez's namesake. It's like there's one bad inning that screws the whole game over. Like, I give up five runs in the fourth inning and that'll be the end of it. So, I mean, um, definitely an interesting matchup with this series. As I said last night on uh, the program, uh, I said that uh, the Mets would, um, I think they win, they win the Friday night game and the Sunday night game, then lose the Saturday game in the middle. But again, uh, as my co-host Ace Man said last night, anything can happen. And he, he even thought the Mets were going to lose tonight, uh, weather permitting. But we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, the Mets' intensity tonight, it's got to be much higher. I mean, if the Mets go out there and have the same intensity against the Nationals, I mean, and then here's the, here's the Subway Series in front, of the, in front of all the New York fans, I mean, it's just going to be uh, embarrassing, not only for them, but for the uh, Mets fans who are at the ballpark. And you just imagine how the Yankee fans are be treating them. So, I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, going into this series. Um, of course, game one coming up tonight at 7. Yeah, let's see if they can get that in weather radar. Looks like it might get it right. It looks like I'm looking at from the west. It looks like uh, some scattered showers, but I think they're they'll get this game in. I think. Yeah, you know, definitely. Right you definitely want to get this game in. I mean, I wouldn't mind another one of those um, day-night uh, doubleheaders where you first one uh, is at Yankee Stadium, second one's at Shea. But again, uh, the Mets in the past, I, I remember the Mets losing a couple of those um, games swept in those uh, two games. So I think the Mets want to stick to playing one game a day. First, the Mets should, should figure out how to win one game and then, then work on the second one. So, I mean, uh, definitely the Mets, they, they got to change their intensity. And then, then you go into next week uh, with the schedule, it doesn't get any easier for the Mets after, after the Subway Series. So... See what happens. I mean, you know, I mean, so the Mets really should. 
I'm expecting two out of three. I think anything less two out of three would be a disappointing series for the Mets against the un, the, uh, the under 500 Yankees. I agree, and then also this is uh, David Wright told reporters today that the Mets will hold the players only closed door meetings prior to tonight's game to discuss Billy Wagner's post game remarks among other things. So this is pretty interesting to hear that they're going to be going into a closed door meeting, hopefully to fire you know themselves up. Oh, so Mets are, are having closed door meetings. Yep, so it should be interesting to see about you know, time, what happens and how they respond. I mean, the Yankees are a close Yeah, right, it's about time. <laughs> when this team's been struggling, you know, they, they have to. Somebody needs to step it up. I'm glad that Wright, you know, he's a quiet guy, that, you know, they're going to do this. You know, it's finally, someone needs to take charge of this. Willie Randolph, you know, can't be babysitting 25 guys in that lineup along with trying to make a lineup. You know, make everybody happy. You know, it's about time to play step up. I mean, Randolph, he says he likes to kind of pick up the slack for his guys, but really, um, he hasn't. Uh, you know, he, he's been saying pretty much the same thing about his guys every time. You know, uh, didn't have his best stuff tonight. I mean, about time you got to say, all right, Perez is not performing the way he's supposed to. I mean, you got to say something like that, as opposed to you know, you can't say they give the same excuses. It's New York. It's not like Los Angeles. It's not Joe Torre and, and down at Los Angeles. It's New York. It's Willie Randolph and the New York Mets, and uh, he has to um, say the truth. He can't keep getting away from the truth, especially after the last season's collapse. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, again, uh, call into the show, 347-215-8253 is the number, and then uh, Ethan can give you the sports docket phone number, which you could also call into. One six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Again, we bro- we broke down the uh, starting lineups for this series. Um, just tuned in. The game uh, as of right now is on. Uh, I guess we could uh, kind of move, could look at some other interleague matchups uh, coming up. Um, the only national game is the Pirates and Cubs. We want to take a look at some other games, some interesting ones. Uh, Oh, shoot, a couple. I mean, uh, you know, freeway series, Dodgers, Angels. Dodgers, Angels you got. You got, um, I mean, Padres, Mariners, battle of the two worst teams in baseball. Um, <laughs> you have... Uh, Things could be worse. You know, we could be uh, could be watching the Mariners and the Padres. So, yeah, yeah. be happy that at least the Mets and Yankees are close, hovering around 500. Yeah, the Yankees are actually, they're going to, the, this is the... Uh, Second time in thirty in three years that the Yankees are going into the Subway Series uh, round one uh, as the last place team in the AL East. That's pretty unbelievable. It's the second time in three years the Yankees are coming in last place. So, I mean, they've had slow starts last couple of years, but another year in which they're going to Subway Series last place, they always seem to find their way down there uh, when they head into to play the Mets. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta ask you, Quas, are you a fan of interleague play? Because I know Joe Benignal hates interleague play. I mean, do you like this? You know, I mean, uh, I, I like the There's always excitement there. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I don't mind. I, I, I don't think it's a distra- If you ask me, is it a distraction from the division schedule? No, I don't think so. Especially the new format now, where as opposed to playing 18 games nonstop, 
with just a little break, uh, the break of four games the Mets usually have in the middle. Now you have um, you play a series in May, and then you play the rest of the games in uh, in June, uh, and some in July, and some in early July as well. So I think that the new structure um, definitely makes it much better. I am a fan to play. I, I think some of the games are ridiculous. Like that's like uh, you have, I mean Brewers, Red Sox, and um, what else do you have? Marlins and Royals. And White Sox. Who's going to White Sox. Giants. Go ahead. No, I was going to say White Sox and the Giants. Kind of, it's kind of an odd. Yeah. It's also not very interesting. Um, you know, uh, I was surprised they didn't put Yankees Dodgers on the schedule. Uh, Yankees facing Joe Torre, but I, I guess the schedule was made before Joe Torre made his decision uh, to leave the Yankees. Um, you know, you got like uh, Tigers, Diamondbacks. I mean, you have some weird ones uh, sprinkled in there. But I uh, know I'm a fan of big play. I think it adds something to the game as opposed – I mean, also, it does help. I mean, well, like a team like the Devil Rays, uh, Devil Rays have a, actually a pretty good interleague play record. I mean, right now they're in first place in the East, but normally they usually come in last place in the interleague series. And they usually do pretty well. So for a team like that, they can look at their standings at the end of the season, and they could be like 60 and 100. Uh, but then they look at instant play, and they're like 16 and 2. So I mean, that's got to uh, definitely um, boost them some way for the ne- for the next year. So I mean, I'm a I'm a, I'm I'm indifferent to this whole situation. I mean, if you if you want it, fine. If you don't want it, I mean, I'm not going to oppose it. But the Subway Series definitely, no matter. Uh, I know it's 11 years now since uh, it started off, but I, I'm a big fan of it. So, I mean, no matter what like the players it say, it's old, uh, same thing every year. The players, I, I, in the heart of hearts, you got to think the players definitely uh, enjoy being part of the intensity. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is Moises Lou's uh, first. Yeah. Yeah, Moises Lou's first time. In it, Ryan Church's first time in it, Brian Schneider's uh, first time in it. You know, also it goes down to families, to uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm the Mets fan. My brother is a Yankees fan, and the way it works out in this house is uh, basically I have to go into a different room because we and get into some pretty good shouting matches <laughs> between the two teams. So I mean, it's always fun. You know, you get the sibling rivalry. You know, different teams and all that. I mean, the same thing with football. Um, me being the Jets fan and being the Giants fan, it's always fun, you know, you know, to have family and go against them once in a while. Definitely. I also just want to remind people on Sunday night, we're having a real preview. We're going to be taking you uh, at 7 o'clock. It's going to be a, a simulcast, uh, much better produced than this because we'll be headed by um, Matt. Uh, join, join me right now from Seven Train to Shea and Mark from Sports Heaven. So that's going to be a, a, a three-way simulcast. It'll be Mark and Evan versus Matt and myself. Uh, we'll be taking you up until the game at 8. Uh, that's the Chinming Wong and John Main matchup. So you can tune in from one of three uh, sites. you got Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan, and you got uh, Matt and myself to tune into. And um, now Matt and Tully have Stephen Ackman joining me, so it'll be a three-on-two team against the Yankees. Uh, Steven may join me as well. So uh, that would, that would uh, put the Mets fans definitely on top for that matchup. But uh, we'll, that'll be a game time decision <laughs> going into that as well. Uh, 
guess um, I guess we've got this game in. I mean, the, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago uh, the rain was pretty bad, uh, and they called it a beginning. Uh, but I guess this one will get in. Uh, if you're going to be t- watching the game tonight, you got a choice of uh, my nine or SNY. So I, I think even some Yankee fans would choose SNY over the uh, Michael K and my nine. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Michael K. Not too. Him and John Sterling are the two uh, guys that don't like broadcasting. You know, you got to give it to uh, Gary Cohen. And you also want to point out, also, uh, I just got a press release from them. If you go to uh, GaryKeystonRon.com, they're basically fighting uh, Alzheimer's, and you can purchase T-shirts there, and then donations go to the Alzheimer's research. So I think that's pretty cool. Alzheimer's? Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Fight against Alzheimer's. Basically, purchase a shirt. There's three shirts to choose from the Gary Cullen one, Ron Darling one, or Keith Hernandez one. Purchase that, and then it goes to the Alzheimer's Foundation for Research to help and fight that cause. Also, Matt, I I believe you you probably mentioned on your show a couple of times, uh, but um, you, you will be having on Ed Hearn. Uh, the mm-hmm. Mets catcher on May 28th, I believe. Yep. Former uh, backup to uh, Gary the Kid Carter of the 1986 team. So the real pleasure to talk to him in uh, a couple of weeks. Now he played in the 60s, right? Uh, that was the 80s. <laughs> oh. He was the 86, though. I mean, a lot of people get confused thinking that he was, uh, you know, like you said, in the 60s, but actually he was in the 80s. Played a season in New York, then he bounced overplayed uh, two seasons with the Royals, now lives over in the Midwest. I got a chance a couple weeks ago, had a phone call with him, just, you know, talking about baseball, asking him to come on the show, and he agreed. So so I'm pretty excited. Still, he's still in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on, surprisingly, he's been on Oprah. He has a book out. Uh, he's been on Oprah. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's had some health problems. Um, you know, you got to give it to the guy, really. I mean, he's I'm trying to think of what he, he's gone through some uh, really serious uh, conditions in his life. Um, I forgot what he had, really, but, I mean, he's been trying to pull it up here to remember what what he's gone through, but, you know, he's fought through it. I mean, the guy's been on Oprah. And, you know, he's a really, really nice guy, uh, you know, I mean, the guy's been treated for cancer twice. He's undergone three kidney transplants, and right now he requires medical assistance to breathe. So, uh, you know, he's he's a battler, really. And, you know, I just want to thank him for, you know, coming on to the show on May 28th. I'm really looking forward to, you know, talking with him about his charity and, you know, about, of course, the 1986 Mets. So I'm excited for that. Definitely. And, uh, of course, we have Ted Berg. I don't know if I'm going to... Uh, what would Ted Berg's pick for the Subway Series against Allison? I feel they're going to win win tonight with Santana. You said that basically without A-Rod, Yankee Flyers becomes more of a lefty-dominated uh, lineup. And, of course, Santana's left-handed pitcher. And, you know, he's facing most of these guys before, so he knows how to pitch them, you know, what how pitch to throw for them. Uh, and he's Basically said two out of three in the long run. You know, he thinks Sunday's game is really going to be 
you know, a dogfight between Nate and Wong, like everybody else predicts. You know, he said that they have to really just take two out of three of this series because if they don't, then questions are going to start rolling in about Willie Ryanoff, the team's heart. And this is a big, big weekend for them. It's a huge weekend for the Mets. And I really hope they can take two out of three because then they have to play Atlanta next week and the schedule doesn't get any easier after that. Yeah, and um, also, I guess some interest that could develop in this series is, um, you know, uh, Randolph, anytime he manages the AL team, there's always a question of whether or not he's going to, like if the Mets are, have a chance of, um, let's, let's say they're losing, let's say in the Saturday game they're losing by a couple runs uh, going into the uh, eighth and ninth inning. Uh, will he pinch hit for his guys' lineup, or will he stay with the uh, – with the core, uh, with the starting lineup uh, that he put out there. So it's always a question. I mean, when you're an NL manager, and then you have to kind of switch gears a bit uh, and run an AL lineup. You know, it, it could be a little tricky. And the same thing for Joe Girardi. But Girardi's managing the AL, the NL before the Marlins. So I guess, well, it's AL, AL series anyway. But um, I guess it, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see uh, what Randolph's moves are going to late innings. I mean, again, there's no double switch, so. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting, too, another stat, uh, you know, being thrown out there. The way that he's used the bullpen, too, is the Mets are on pace to have the second highest number of appearances from the bullpen in Major League history. So I guess I could show you how many times Willie's gone to the pen this year. A lot. Definitely. Um, I'm about to call in. It's open for calls here. We got some time remaining there, about five minutes or so remaining in our program. Uh, of course. Yep, and we got a we got a call here. I mean, we're a little down the a little down in the dumps because uh, the Mets are going into the Summer Series limping uh, off that series against the Nationals. But you know, I'm pumped up to see Santana against the Yankees. You know, we've only seen Santana strike out. Um, in double digits once this season. Maybe we'll see it again tonight. Who knows? I mean, the Yankees are known for striking out a lot. So, uh, Santana has his curveball going early. We could see a pretty good performance from Santana. And uh, especially with the weather, I mean, I don't know if Randolph would be inclined to push Santana more. And do we have a caller on the line? Uh, yes, I do. we got Don out of New Jersey. Donnie Benny how's it going? <laughs> All right, guys. How are you going today, bud? Doing good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I guess uh, all Mets fans are a little bit, I guess, perturbed to say the least about the uh, team's wonderful performance so far. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just got home from work, guys. I'm sorry I couldn't turn, uh, tune into the program earlier. So I guess maybe a lot of the you know one that I wanted to speak about has already been spoken to. But you know, the questions remain. Um, for this lack of performance, who do you blame? Do you blame the players? Do you blame Willie? Omar? Is there enough blame to go around? Now it seems that um, um, Wagner has started a little bit of a storm here. And to be quite honest with you, you know, maybe he shouldn't have come out publicly and said it. Maybe he should have been kept in the clubhouse. But the message, what he certainly said, there's, there's no doubt about it. There's certainly truth to that. These guys got to stand up and... Um, and take their medicine when it's called for. They just can't keep running and hiding behind everybody, you know, like um, like I guess it was alluded to. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, when you look at this team, I mean, I don't – I uh, 
you you would have thought if you're if you have ounces of competitive juices in your body, which these athletes supposedly have to get to that next level, that you'd have been so mad about how it ended last year that that would be the driving force every day of your existence this season. And it just doesn't seem that way for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not in these guys' makeup, or maybe the manager can't motivate them. But it seems to me this team is maybe we just overrated. Maybe they're just not that good. You know, I look at Jose Reyes. Here's an example. A couple of years ago, we were all um, telling this guy to be a great player and most exciting player in the league, et cetera, et cetera. Right as of right now, he's the fourth best shortstop in their division. And, I agree. Uh, you know what? Uh, you make, that, make a lot of good points. Yeah, uh, you mentioned about you know these players have these juice in their body. Some of them actually do have juice in their body. Um, but they, <laughs> again, getting good. away from that, um, you know what? The Mets they really do need um, to show a little more energy on the field. I mean, they should, I mean, you got Reyes and the handshakes with Delgado and. He's kind of, he used to do it from he used to come outside the dugout to give Delgado handshakes. Now he kind of keeps it inclined to the clubhouse. But uh, I agree with you. The Mets just aren't showing enough passion for the game right now. I mean, Matt talked about his passion. Yeah, they're just not showing it. No, there's no sense of urgency too. There's no there's no heart. You know what they do? It's lackluster. You know, stupid. You know, things like you know raises base running blunders. You know, he wasn't even going hard down to second, and, you know, I mean, the man, you know, the guy's 23 years old, but Willie Randolph should not have, you know, should be babysitting him, you know, telling him, you know, play hard, play hard, and, you know, that I found you yesterday, you, you think maybe they should sit down, Reyes, for a couple games, and you know what, I mean, the way he's been playing, they should, if he's not given 110%, and, you know, maybe they should, maybe that should be a lesson to him, if you're not going to give it all you got, then, you know what, there's a spot on the bench for you. There's another issue, too, here um, that's developing, and I think it was, I heard it on one of the morning shows today, it's that when Willie calls out somebody, he only calls out the young players. He never says anything bad about these veterans. And it's the veterans that's supposed to be showing this leadership that, frankly, aren't doing anything. You know, like he called out Oliver Perez, he called out Reyes last year. Well, what is he going to call out Delgado? What is he going to call out, you know, uh, Castillo? You know, or something like that. Good question. Oh, these guys, these, yeah, these guys deserve it too. I mean, come on. I mean, he, I mean, look, I, I, I guess I can't say it, but I mean, anybody gets an injury or something like that, even a Lou. Lou said yesterday he doesn't realize, he doesn't know why he didn't play yesterday. Guy got thrown out of the game in fifth inning, and all of a sudden you bench him or whatever, you save him for some. I don't know where this guy comes up with some of these moves. It's definitely a head scratcher. So, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Uh, we, we, they have to take two out of three from the series of the Yankees. Donald, thank you for calling in. This the uh, end of the show, but we also got a show uh, Sunday if you want to tune back in. That's that's a fun one. So I guess to everybody then. Um, yep. All right, Don. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Also, next week. Before, before we uh, hang up here, before we play the ending music, uh, Matt, mm-hmm. check out. Um, Willie Randolph went on Mike the Mad Dog, and he was pretty agitated about the whole Wagner and Delgado um, scuffle, uh, I guess you want to call it, uh, between the two guys. Uh, the, the, instead of talking to Randolph, they talked to uh, the reporters instead. So uh, Matt Cerrone's got a whole, um, a whole book that he wrote 
about those home incidents. So you definitely want to check that out. Uh, I guess we'll close out now, and I guess we'll see everybody Sunday night. Yep. Sunday night. Should be uh, should be fun. Do a little uh, tag team Mets versus uh, Yankees Tech. showdown. That show starts at 7. Yep. For, okay, you can tune into this show, the doggy, the sports segment, Mark and Evan. So it's, uh, it's been fun doing this simulcast. I had a blast doing this. Me too. So we'll see, we'll see everybody on Sunday night. Yep. Definitely. We'll talk to you Sunday night. The Quas, even the Quas on African Zero. Hopefully the Mets can take two out of two series against Santa. Hopefully it's great tonight. And it's those Yankees in the Bronx. So enjoy the game. Enjoy the Subway Series. And as always, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Matt, you still there? Right, that's all.